chapter 2, which actually comes before chapter 1, so in actual fact should be called chapter minus 1, the very beginning. Once upon a time, great big tall high dinosaurs roamed the earth. Then one day, one of them said, Let's have a massive game of hide-and-seek. So all the dinosaurs hid, but they forgot to pick anyone to do the seeking. So they're not actually extinct, they're just hiding. It's true! Ask anyone if you don't believe me. So then not much happened for about a kabillion years, and then I think it got a bit parky. And then, hang on, hang on, I think I've started this story too far back. Let's, let's go forward a bit. Once upon a time, an alien said, Gleep, biddly-boop, diddly-boop, bip-blip. Slank. Oh, no, no, I've gone too far forward. OK, how about if we start when somebody moved into the house next door to Wilf? A big removal lorry arrived outside and Wilf rushed upstairs to peek through the window on the landing. He wondered whether it might be a boy with really great toys. Or maybe a girl with really great toys. Or maybe a kindly old lady who liked to spend her days giving sweets to the boy next door. But when Wilf saw his new neighbour, he was very disappointed. It wasn't a girl, and it wasn't a boy, and it wasn't a kindly old lady. It was a small man. The small man next door had a lot of stuff. Because the small man next door was rich, and had everything a small man next door could want. And the small man next door also had a name which I'm going to start using so that I can stop saying the small man next door. The name of the small man next door... Oh, drat! I did it again. Why didn't you stop me? The name of the SMND was Alan. Alan didn't have toys or sweets. He had grown-up things like bills and a lawnmower and a moustache. He also had a very tall wife who had very sproingy hair. Pam spent a lot of time making her hair sproingy and also changing the colour of the sproings, red, green, purple, blue, pink. Sometimes she unsproinged her hair for a change and nobody noticed, and that made her cross. While Wilf was peeping at Alan, Wilf's mum came and looked out of the window too. Oh, goodness, what a lot of stuff they have. I hope they're not going to use our bin, she said, frowning. Then mum told Wilf to go next door and ask Alan if he'd like to come round for tea. She was hoping to broach the subject of the bin. But Wilf didn't want to go round. He didn't like talking to new people and his lucky shorts were in the wash, and, and if Alan came round for tea, he might use Wilf's special cup that said Wilf on it, and then Wilf wouldn't want to use it again. More importantly, while Wilf was peeping out of the window, he'd noticed Alan putting a stuffed duck in his hallway. Stuffed animals were on Wilf's list of things I'm officially scared of. He always worried that a stuffed animal was going to strangle him. Wilf tried to explain this to his mum, but she told Wilf not to be silly and to go round right away. Wilf went to his bedroom and got out his shoebox of precious private things. Inside was a leaflet from the library called How to Stop Worrying. It had ten suggestions of things to do that might help. Wilf looked at number one. Draw a picture of the thing you're worried about. Wilf drew a stuffed duck. Number two said Think of the worst-case scenario. Wilf thought, what could be worse than being strangled by a stuffed duck? Not much, but possibly being strangled by a stuffed duck that was holding a peanut butter sandwich. Wilf was scared of getting peanut butter stuck to the roof of his mouth, and it would be worse still if the stuffed duck was wearing a polo neck jumper. 
polar neck jumpers made Will feel all... <laughs> Wilf drew his worst-case scenario. Stuffed duck, holding peanut butter sandwich, likely in one wing, wearing a beige polar neck jumper. Even looking at the picture made Wilf feel wobbly, so he did a few nonchalant whistles to make himself feel better. And he read on. Number three said, Think of a plan of action if the worst-case scenario happens. Wilf thought. If a stuffed duck wearing a polo neck jumper carrying a peanut butter sandwich tried to strangle him, he would wear all three of his scarves, which he'd knitted himself, to protect his neck. Then he could put the peanut butter sandwich in a Tupperware box before catching the duck in a big net. Wilf drew this. Wilf with a large net.